Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to SMH News Hour. Thank you guys With for tuning in. <laughs> per usual. We are a teeny bit late, but that's all right. We're here. Uh, DJ Hannah B, sadly, again. Again has measles. Okay, well, let's... Third week in a row, measles isn't easy to get over, first of all. Also, she's graduating, you know? Right. She really wants to make sure she is... Um, you know, she's gotten over, like, the whole quarantine thing and everything by the time she graduates. Because, obviously, like, she doesn't still want to have measles when she graduates. Could you gra- graduate and also have measles, listeners? Like, we don't know. We don't know. Um, we tried to reach out to Gene Block and ask him <laughs> about this very pressing question. And we did not receive any answers. Classic Gene. So, Come if on, anyone has to connect, let um, know. But, yeah, so we're just going to, per usual, when Hannah's not here... Things kind of go off the rails, but <laughs> we're going to have a good time with it, go through some stories. I guess yeah. we should... That's fine. We don't need to chat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just go through some stuff. Um, but yeah, how's your how's your week been going, first of all? Let's My week was great. Um, I went to Joshua Tree for Memorial Day weekend. Wow. Incredible. Same. Yeah. Really? Yes, no I did. Way. Did you see the satellites? That's no. news. We were, I think it was Saturday night. Uh, we were looking at the stars, and there was just this, like, line of stars that went across the sky, of, like, lights. Wait, that's interesting. And it looked like, I thought, I thought I it was, like, a that. huge spaceship. It was just, like, this big line that went across the sky. And it turns out, I think a bunch of Norwegian scientists, like, shot a bunch of satellites off the night before, and they just came across in a line. Oh. Most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I was, like... Okay, okay, that's interesting. I thought I was imagining things, yes. Um, okay, that's cool. Joshua Tree is pretty... It was nice on Saturday. Yeah, it was a really interesting place. I'd never uh, been in the park. There's so many trees there. There are so many trees. It so looks many like trees a forest. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, but but yeah. So people in Vegas. There's a lot of people in Vegas this weekend. Everyone was in Vegas. It's like a great time. Um, <laughs> real messy. Vegas is just so messy. Just so messy. I've never <laughs> been as a 21 year old. But yeah. from what I can see and hear, it was pretty messy. Mm. Do you have any desire? Is that going to be something you do before you um, get out of college? I kind of just want to do it because, like, it would be an experience. Mm-hmm. It's not really my, like, uh, vibe. <laughs> You're not a Vegas gal? <laughs> I'm not really a Vegas gal. I don't know. I don't like clubs very much. They kind of... Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I mean... I'm 19. I don't know what there is for me to do there if I'm not, not 21. Really like, sit around in a hotel. Before, yeah. You know, because you're not 21. Thank you for that. Obviously. We are on air. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not much of a glove gal, but it does seem interesting just like for the moms. Yeah, I know they so have the, like, a zip line. Yeah. I went when I was like 16 or something as like a family mm-hmm. trip, and there was, There's it was interesting. It was just like a lot of people watching, which yeah. is kind of good, but also kind of sad. It's kind of, yeah, I've been for a lot of, like, soccer tournaments, but I was not 21, so it's just kind of like, what do Mostly you do? Mostly soccer-focused? <laughs> yeah, it was soccer-focused, and I couldn't mm. really go out much, but, yeah, I've really only been with my parents, which is, like, weird. Yeah, not the, not the correct <laughs> Vegas environment, I don't think. Correct, yeah. Um, so I have, yes. I don't know, this is one of my favorite stories from the year. We've got some advanced stats. Um, this okay. is so... I'm sure you're heavily invested, but it's the NBA Finals starting. Oh, I'm incredible. Toronto invested. and Golden State. It's happening. But oh. I know. Whoa. 
<laughs> wow, indeed. <laughs> Toronto made it. Drake is very happy. Mm-hmm. Drake has been on the sidelines of every game. Okay. He massaged the Toronto coach's shoulders like he got up and okay. got him during the game. Joe so. Biden moment. Yeah, a very very Joe Biden-esque moment, but from <laughs> Drake, you know. Similar vibes, but I think, honestly. Okay. Both front runners. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so one of the more important trends, like, yes, there's basketball happening, and it's all, all good and uh-huh. that stuff. I love basketball. But the 2018-19 season is the year of the comeback of the headbands. This is an article uh, from 538, actually. They have some, some great data on this. Okay. This is, since the mid-2000s, this is by far the most headband-heavy year. Oh. Um, in fact, the Los Angeles Lakers, our local local sports mm-hmm. team, went from, <laughs> in 27... <laughs> <laughs> the local boys, um, from 27-18, mm-hmm. last season, to this season, went from only three starters mm-hmm. wearing headbands to... Nine starters wearing headbands this year. That's a that's a uh, multiplication by the number three. That's some heavy data right there. Um, so <laughs> it's a ni- nice chart right here of the headbands. Oh, I love um, orange. Yeah, on on average across the NBA, it's as high as it's been since two thousand nine. So thought that was an interesting stat. The headbands are coming back. LeBron used to be a big headband guy, but now okay. he's in his old age. People used to be like, oh. He's going bald. Like, that's why he has his headband. Right. And the then he was like, the right, you got to protect the hairline. Um, and then he was like, he went back to Cleveland. He's like, you know what? I'm embracing my elderly age. Mm-hmm. And then because he was in Cleveland, his hometown, right. I gave him the energy. He grew hair back. Didn't need Amazing. the headband. Got rid of he it. grew the hair back. Right. So wow. all, all of the, the headbands went away mm-hmm. multiple years. And now, now they're back. If DeMarcus Cousins... On the Warriors comes back. He's injured. He might come back for game one. If he Very plays, this will be the first NBA Finals. There have been two starters on either teams wearing headbands. Wow. <laughs> that is news if I've ever heard it. It's Honestly. a hot take. Honestly, it's I hate headbands. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. This is, well, I've become more accustomed to them. I feel like they are, like, it does look more modern now. I didn't like the big, mm-hmm. like, thick headbands. You know who Allen Iverson is? No. no. Okay. Well, he he's this. Play, he used to. He was like mid two thousands player. He used to wear these like thick headbands. What? Um. <laughs> but yeah. What? Um. But yeah, he used to wear these like super thick headbands. I thought they were real gross, but now they're all like sleek and modern. Yeah, I'm personally not a huge fan of headbands. Um, in general. Just in general, I used to wear them when I was in middle school. Really? Um, not the look for you. It was not the look for me. I'll say it. I think my mom should have stopped me from wearing them. <laughs> will you stop your children from wearing headbands I in the future? I will stop my children from wearing headbands. Um, yeah, they were like, I would wear some striped ones, some some polka dot ones, some rainbow ones. And it was just honestly not a good look. Um, if you see anyone wearing headbands, I would probably tell them to stop. You don't think it could make a comeback? I don't think You don't think the NBA comeback. is the first step? Okay, well, like if it's honestly for sweat, like it's if it's. I don't think it's for it's, sweat. I think it's, it's got to be a look, right? Because like, they just so? stopped wearing them because they weren't cool anymore. Okay, I also, thought maybe there was also a functional purpose. Like mid two thousands basketball clothes were just the worst thing in the world, and I would succumb to it as uh-huh. a middle schooler, um, mm-hmm. wearing the baggy below the knee shorts. Yeah, like super baggy clothes. That the headbands. That was not cute. That was not cute. Looking back on it, really not the look. Someone should have definitely told them to stop. At, at some point, I looked and realized all my like athletic clothes are just like basically like mm-hmm. bags. The baggy, um, baggy shorts. Right. I feel like those are like 
those can't be better to play in. You really can't. The, right? Like, that must be sort of constricting. Well, they used to, if you look at the old basketball photos, they would wear, like, the short shorts, like, really, really high. And they're wearing, like, high-top Converse. I like those better. Those are, like, they're definitely better. I think they look cool. Mm-hmm. I think the high-top Converse look cool, too. I love that, yeah. I can't imagine playing basketball in high-top Converse is the best way to go. I can't imagine doing anything in high-top Converse. Like, that was the number, like, for, like think, about, think about how terrible your feet feel. Like, I can't move my feet around in high-tops. No. And then these every single basketball player just wore Converse for like they 20 years. They really been breaking their ankles. No kidding. Constantly. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> you might agree with Chicago Bulls head coach Tim Floyd, who mm-hmm. only two years ago, mind you, prior to the headband revolution, okay. called headband wearers soft. 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 Emasculating. I know, right? And then four teams in the NBA prohibited their players from wearing headbands. Prohibited? They don't want them to look soft. Whoa, that's Headband is a big deal in the NBA. This is serious sports news that's and culture news. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, Rajon Rondo one time wore it upside down, like a headband upside down. It got okay. banned for it. He couldn't. He couldn't what wear that the, again. What was on the headband? I think it's they have to wear like, like a, with an NBA logo. Oh, okay, um, that's interesting. Do you think yeah. he did it on accident? There you go. I think he was just trying to make a uh, make a statement. Oh, but. interesting. I honestly, mm, I don't mind the headband look for, like, sports. I just think if you're doing it in real life, in your normal day-to-day life, maybe it's not the best. The kids who, like, maybe show up. So, yeah, I play basketball at, like, Hitch sometimes, our local courts. And kids will show up with, like, the leg sleeves, the, like, shooting sleeves, like, headbands. Bro, why do people wear those people leg really sleeves just, like, down. for fun sometimes? Like, just the leg sleeves like, don't, that can't make you better at basketball. I'm sorry. Like having like compression sleeves. What does that do? I, I've never I understood know. it. I know people wore them like um, in track and it probably helped something. Like I know the compression sleeves do something, but I just think if you're wearing them just to go to Target to pick up some alcohol for later. I think that maybe <laughs> you're just trying to show off. Like, I, like. You, they, they have I to be know. just flexing. I don't think that it actually does anything. But yeah, I remember, I think it was last around. year. We're really getting into the NBA fashion scene here. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one guy on um, the Wizards would wear like the full leg sleeve, a bright red one that was Supreme. Mm-hmm. Like he had a oh, huge Supreme okay. leg band. That's definitely a flex. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not it. We've talked about honestly. We're back to the same topic of Supreme as last back week. Back to the same topic. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Supreme. I thought the leg thing looked good. He got banned for it. Like he couldn't wear that again. But interesting. NBA, I'm yeah, sure that was some great. Dude, Supreme will make everything. They, they really like, will. Dude, they have like a brick. Like they sold a brick for $150 or something. Yeah, people pay a lot of money for that. I was watching like a mini documentary on Supreme the really? other day. Yeah, on YouTube. It was very interesting. It was like they they just talked about how like Supreme turned into a small like skater brand that would sell shirts for like ten dollars. Like a small Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean it came out of nowhere for me. All of a sudden, like mm-hmm. all these like little kids in yeah. high school just started oh wearing like Supreme fanny packs. And I was like Bro. I was in Korea and would literally see like five year old children wearing Supreme Korea. fanny packs. Wow around their shoulders. It was very interesting. I think I went in to like one of the Supreme stores out of curiosity in New York mm-hmm. and it was just packed and people mm-hmm. buying this stuff and it was like, I mean, a mind-boggling amount of money. Yeah, and it's more like the resale value too that right. people like will spend money on because the things are like pretty expensive, but it's definitely like, unless it's like a collab or something, 
it's more reasonably priced than you would yeah. think. It's just like the resale value is insane. Yeah. Because they do things. like the limited. I guess that's like how they get it. Yeah. I had this kid in high school who would just sit on his laptop all class, like refreshing Dude, the drops, yeah. buying and reselling. He made so much money. Mm-hmm. You can make a lot of money from that. It's crazy. People will pay people to stand in line for them. Um, like a lot of people who get Supreme stuff, like don't get them, get it themselves. And it's really just like they've opened up the market so much by having it be like something that people also resell and creating that value and making like yeah. the product so limited. They also have like a culture around it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's yeah. our Supreme. <laughs> Supreme news. Our that's talk our for the take. Day. That's our, that's our weekly take. We'll be back next week. We'll update you. Obviously. Um, oh, speaking of updates, do we have any gay rat wedding blew up? Dude, it did. <laughs> it's everywhere. I saw on Twitter. It was huge. <laughs> I was like. It was huge. Wow. I mean, we really made it pop. But. Um, it was us. <laughs> but yeah. Fun. So like Fiona, her Instagram name, shout out Fiona, is out Fiona. Gay Rat Wedding now or something like that. Oh, I love that. She had a Gay Rat Wedding centered show. Okay. I, I mean, love that. That's I know. amazing. Um, yeah. It's like. You see the radio really blowing up. It was honestly just us. It might have been just us. It's uh, one of the key memes of what month? May? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's everywhere. <laughs> Dude. And I saw a lot of memes too about the penguins. Like the, the um, Parks and Rec penguin? penguin. Oh, called it. Go, yeah. It was, it was really. Yeah. Leslie that, Nope. So. A trailblazer. Absolute trailblazer. I also do really like the history of Arthur having. Talked about it last week, but. Buster just had two moms in the background Mm -hmm. in 2005. Yeah. If you look at a lot of like. It's crazy. It's still a problem. Like the attitudes between 2005 and now Mm -hmm. are nuts. But I did watch the gay rat wedding video uh, out of curiosity. Uh There's some cute rats. There's some cute rats. They do this little wedding dance. They're like dancing after they get married. Great. I support Mr. Ratburn. No, I 100% support UCLA Radio News stamps or support on the gay rat wedding. SMH Uh, News, UCLA Radio, all of us here are gay rat allies. If anyone has, um, like, gay animals that they would like married, we will do it in the UCLA Radio News station. That would be such a good show. But we have, like, it has to actually be, like, gay animal. Like, we can't, like, pretend. No, we can't. We don't want a James Charles situation. Not to get myself in trouble with that again because... Last week I did say he was canceled was after not knowing that the T was updated. Me too. Um, <laughs> thank you to Jacob for correcting us. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, so we'll we'll find some gay animals and we'll have uh-huh. we'll marry them on we'll air. We'll actually marry them. We, we might will. get sued. I hope we, I, I hope, hope Alabama sues SMH News. I hope so. So definitely wedding. in the comments, in the chat. <laughs> Let us know <laughs> if you're out there and have gay animals, please. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Please. Oh, interesting. Someone oh, that's right. That's what I was thinking about. Kelly phone. Oubre. Yeah, he got a tattoo on his calf. Uh-huh. And then they made him, like, cover it up because it's branding. That's interesting. Which is interesting, like... That, that's actually But I feel like a lot of people have tattoos they didn't come up. But it was, like, so what? blatant. Yeah. I mean, it looked... <laughs> was it a good one? It looks kind of good. It was good? I mean, not tasteful. Like, I wouldn't... I don't you think he'll be a fan of it in, like, tattoo. 10 years. But, like... Oh yeah, and then you know, you know, big baller brand. Have you yeah. heard tale? Uh-huh. Lonzo got a big baller brand tattoo that he oh. then covered up because their shoes stopped getting sold. <gasps> Shut up! That's actually very embarrassing. Mm. Oh, interesting. Okay, this is a huge tattoo. Isn't that massive? That is. Google massive. Kelly Oubre is a supreme and it's tattoo. Like in like it's in the actual font, so it's very much filled right. In. It's like really like, like thick, and it's up his beautiful. entire calf. 
Oh no, that was J.R. Smith. I'm think I'm mixing up all of my players. But yeah, J.R. Smith had that. They made him cover it up. Kelly Oubre had all of the Supreme like sleeves, and they weren't a fan of that. Mm-hmm. He's uh, also known as Wave Poppy. So, that okay. you understand what's happening there. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad that that's kind of died off. I'm glad that the headband craze has replaced the Supreme craze this year. Yeah, interesting. I mean, maybe there will be a Supreme headband craze mm. coming up. Soon. That's the guy who got that tattoo is the same one who uh, threw a bowl of hot soup at his coach when he got mad. That was a whole. Interesting. <laughs> that was a whole source of drama last year. Oh, okay. Well, I so, mean, he's I'm, a soup the thrower. Supreme tattoo isn't the most. Shout out J.R. Smith. Please no, come on our show. Honestly, show us your tattoo. Oh, my God. We should try to get an interview with him. If he comes, I'll let him marry whatever gay animals we Someone get. Someone said there are supreme headbands. I know that there That's are supreme That's true. That headbands. is the combo of both <laughs> years. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think they can wear them in the NBA. <laughs> that wasn't my point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's your NBA fashion news. Do you have a any salmon news for us? Mm-hmm. Are there any animals, news. perchance, in Florida? Um, are there any animals in Florida? <laughs> I feel like no, that's all the animal. animals have actually left Florida. Yeah, um, I don't blame them after <laughs> all of their poor experiences there. Um, I do have uh, an interesting headline: man allegedly gives false name during arrest. Despite wearing a name tag. So, yeah, this oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> this was in Lincoln, Nebraska. Have never heard of it ever in my life. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Nebraska <laughs> listeners. You, we do Nebraska. not care. <laughs> <laughs> As we Actually, no, I don't support this. Salma does not care about Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> I'm going to say you say your niece doesn't care about Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm not. I'm not on board um, with that. Um, Yeah. Uh, what's in a name tag? Well, for one Nebraska man, it means criminal charges. I don't really know <laughs> what that was. Um, uh. Yeah, this man was resisting arrest and provided a false name to officers. The department wrote on Facebook earlier this week. So this this is straight from the police department, the Lincoln Police mm. Department Facebook page. Um, yeah, there, this was a response um, to a domestic assault. Oh, boy. And he had two warrants for Let's his arrest. Let's shot. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he allegedly gave his name as D'Angelo Towns. Oh, thoughts on that as a fake name? I don't know. I give it a four out of ten. I, <laughs> it's probably better than D'Angelo, I could do. Honestly, like. If you told me that guy's name honestly, was D'Angelo Towns, that guy's neck is really thick. Am I just imagining that? It's a pretty thick neck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, his neck yeah. is like, thi- like it goes out to his ears. Like it's wider than his it's ears. Wider. That's how you know. If you could put up like a ruler next to your yeah, ears uh-huh. and it comes down and hits Hon- your neck. Honestly, yeah. That's, you really, I don't know if you work out less or just work out your ears. Yeah. <laughs> but something needs to be done, D'Angelo. 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 That's his a real very name? interesting. His real name was Markle Towner. Wow, he even used part of his last I name. I guess that's what I would go with. I'd be like, Macax Gishmorty. <laughs> That's a good one. I'd give that a nine. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was pretty interesting. Um, if you're going to give a fake name, don't be wearing a head, or don't be wearing a name tag. At least cover Indeed. it up. Yeah, it'd just be know? like, Soma, what's yeah. your fake name? Ready to go? I'm arresting you. What's your name? Um, Layla Fonda. Whoa, Layla that Fonda, that rhymes. <laughs> the delivery could um, use some work, but I don't think Layla Fonda is a bad name. It seems a little name. bit too, um, I don't know, hesitant 
for that yeah. to be my real name. What's your real name or your fake name? Or just, I mean, I went McCaskey Schmorty, but I feel like that wouldn't fly. Yeah. Um, Steven Johnson. I can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just want as like milk toast as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Although like, honestly, oh, like, good, bro. if you have a police officer pulling you over and you're not white, you could say like any combination of any syllables, thing. and they'd be like, "You could just I guess. you don't speak English." Yeah, that's that's another good one. Yeah. Um, um, you could start signing. Okay. Also, in European news, mm-hmm. shout out to our comparative politics class. Uh, oh yeah, Polly We're both very invested in. We're both incredibly invested in every single morning, nine a.m. We honestly get there nine, thirty minutes. Nine thirty. Early. I, oh, 9:30. you get there early to watch the videos, of course. <laughs> yeah, the parliament. I get there early just to, just to hang out with the professor. Um, but yeah. So, as we've discussed in class, the European elections are happening this week. Yes. And. The EU does a weird thing where its legislature is elected by proportional representation, mm-hmm. which we don't see a ton uh, because it can, if you have, you know, it's the number of votes you get is the number of seats you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means that you can have extreme parties get elected. Mm-hmm. So now you have, according to results from this week, 25% of the uh, European legislature is now populists, most of which don't want there to be an EU. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. A so, lot of- a lot of people want to be, like, independent. Right. So, obviously, you have the Brexit movement. Mm-hmm. And Britain elects more anti-EU members, people who want Britain to be its own institution. Mm-hmm. They elect more of them to the EU than they do to actual Britain, yeah. which is bizarre to think about. But it's the voting system. Um, but, yeah, so now the EU might start self-destructing from within. There's a lot of a lot of populist, hard-right stuff going on recently. India mm-hmm. just had an election where they elected a far-right candidate. They always say it's the Trump of wherever, but they've called him the Trump of India. Yeah. One in Australia. Um, it's worldwide and a little scary, especially that since we're so close to 2020. People are very angry. It's like this whole, like, angry, like, I don't know. I mean, in America and um, in Great Britain, it was more of, like, an angry white male kind of thing. Like, everyone was just like, I'm taking back what I right. am owed. Um, in India, that's obviously not what it is. Well, I think there not. is still like, but it's more like angry people. As as the world industrializes and we go more global with our technology and everything, like things are changing, and mm-hmm. some people feel left behind. Um, and you know, in the global economy, people are getting left behind, but it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that we should just retreat back to our own country. Right. And us. Yeah. It's a it's a lot of us before them, a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. And in every country, it's a lot of aging voters, so maybe we're not the best to speak on yeah. the hard right mentality. <laughs> but, yeah, um, true. I mean, it is like, if you think about it, if you're 60, I mean, this is kind of a shitty thing to do, but you could be like, oh, like, how long am I going to be around? Why would I want to support, like, some future goal that's invisible? Like, I don't even know if it'll come to fruition. Yeah. Even if it did, it wouldn't be when I was alive. Yeah. It's even, like, um, I mean, it's very prevalent in all countries around the world. I know even in um, Korea, people who are younger do not want to go back to the two Koreas or do not want Mm -hmm. to go back to the unified Korea. They want to keep moving as separate Koreas because it would, you know, 
economically be like detrimental for South Korea, whereas older people want to go back to the unified Korea. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you um, are younger and you see how this could like be economically um, beneficial to you slash economically detrimental depending on the situation, then obviously like you have your entire life ahead of you and you're very focused on that. Yeah, so that's a, like, logical reason. And then there's a lot of just, like, stoking fears. Yeah. And a lot of just, like, hot-button, like, immigrants will mm-hmm. come and take your jobs. Um, Marine yeah. Le Pen, obviously, she's the leader of the the extremist party in France. And she was – France voted more heavily for – they had the highest turnout that they've had in a while. Um, and they also voted more populist than before. And, she, mm-hmm. you know, she called it, like – a vote for France and, like, for the people. And, you know, she's one of the people who is constantly... She's trying to centralize the party a little bit, but she still rails against immigrants and things like that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and I don't know. It's just kind of bizarre to be voting in an EU election but voting for your own country. Like, it's kind of against the spirit of the EU. It's very, very interesting that they... I mean, obviously, they allow that to happen to happen because um, it's a democratic institution. However, it seems like it's, uh, yeah, going backwards, definitely the opposite of a progressive EU parliament. Literally the point of the EU parliament is to push for more like integration, um, you know, for like trade and um, political integration, just everything, but Um, the opposite of But yeah, so the the Green Party also, in Germany, on a positive note, won uh, far more seats than they ever have. Um, but, yeah, they have now become the main party on the left is mm-hmm. the Green Party. So, again, it's kind of – they're more extreme technically. But, um, yeah, so, like, you have the Green Party on the left and the populists on the right. It's not just a um, right thing, although that's more accentuated because it can be a little scarier, especially with the rhetoric. Yeah. But um, – you know, it is good to see that you have the Green Party actually winning something, which, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. always happen. But I don't know. What do you think? Is yeah. it worth it? Should we change the electoral system of the EU? Um, I don't think. I think that the electoral system of the EU works for what it is because there are so many countries. Right. So, like, proportional representation makes sense. Um, because... I personally don't have a better method of representation for the EU. I think that the problem is that they didn't, like, foresee this type of, like, anti-immigration rhetoric just because, like, they didn't Mm -hmm. foresee the amount of, like, I don't know, harm that people could see integration doing. Um, Although, like, clearly it doesn't do any harm, but people think that. It's just, like, this rhetoric has been around for Mm -hmm. so long, Um, like, since literally Hitler. Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of people are comparing it to that. I, I yeah. mean, it's not directly, but it is. it does kind of echo it sometimes. It can be yeah. a little scary. I like, I don't know. I think that proportional representation, and this is, I don't know if this is the defining take. I don't think it's shared by the majority of countries because a lot of people don't use that system. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's, you know, whoever people vote for is going into office. And I think, again, like you were saying, yeah. like it's, it's the ideas and the rhetoric that you want to address. And if you just sort of, you know, like the U.S. system, mm-hmm. we kind of cover up extremism by the two-party system that forces people to yeah. the middle. But then you have 
people get frustrated with that. And I think that's a lot of why you have Trump, because people don't have their voices get heard. Mm-hmm. And anytime you have extremism, it's rebelling against a system that they feel like doesn't work for them. So, yeah, you cannot have as many populist candidates if you didn't use the system. But I don't I think that that's just, you know, it doesn't mean that public opinion about those things is changing. And that's yeah. that's what you really want. I don't. And I think when you have just pure centrist policies, everybody gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like no, nobody likes the U.S. government. You know, nobody yeah. feels like it represents them. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really the problem with the electoral yeah. system is that, I mean, a lot, like, exactly, like, with Trump and Hillary, where Trump didn't even win the popular vote, and a lot of people are very frustrated by that because it's, like, they've literally stood in line for hours, um, some people, to vote, and then... It doesn't even matter. It doesn't yeah. even matter because of the electoral system, and there have been so many, I mean, like, um, with... Uh, George W. Bush, mm-hmm. um, when he won, it was also, like, there were a lot of people who were protesting the electoral system. Um, and just, like, we can see that the electoral system a lot of times does not represent the popular vote in the U.S. Right. And also, it very clearly makes it difficult for any third party to win. Um, I mean, even Bernie, who was an independent, is running as a Democrat because... It's just impossible. Yeah. yeah, like absolutely impossible with the electoral system to win. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I think the electoral college is like a good analogy to, you know, it's kind of the opposite of the European system mm-hmm. where like not only are you voting between two parties, but you're also like it's not a direct vote at all. Yeah. Um, and I think like, I don't know, I tend to be more pro-democratization, but like I mm-hmm. think that, yeah, I think the electoral college is really flawed as we've seen a bunch of times with, results not going the way that they should. And then people say, oh, well, certain areas will get underrepresented. Well, they'll get as represented as the number of people that are in them. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, obviously, um, democracy doesn't always work in our favor, um, like in everyone's favor. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that we can just be like, oh, well, we don't like this, so we're going to take this away. So I think proportional representation, although obviously like it's not working in everyone's favor, um, is probably, for the EU at least, the most um, like democratic way to go about. Right. Yeah, and it's a special, I mean, it's a multi-country coalition, so mm-hmm. obviously it's not the same thing. But, yeah. you know, the U.S. has a bunch of different... You know, it's a it's a vast country with a bunch of different people in it, and I think yeah. there are parallels. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think that's good for our voting talk for the day. But yeah, I mean, we should. I think the global mood is now more important than ever. When you look at like, it's not just one election; it's not just two elections. Mm-hmm. It's su- like sweeping numbers of elections where hard right candidates are outperforming what they should be doing, and also you know, Green Party is arising, but. Um, you know, now it's not just the United States that's becoming more polarized. Like, the whole yeah. um, international politics is shifting. So yeah. hopefully that won't continue into 2020, but I think it's it's worth looking at not just the mood of the U- United States, but the world as a whole. Yeah, it's definitely like a domino effect. It'll be very interesting to see what political scientists um, decide to research this mm-hmm. Um like this trend and see where it goes. Because I remember um, in another comparative government class that I took, um, they were actually talking about India and the parliamentary system in India and how it parallels Western parliamentary systems. So it's very clear that that is happening 
And um, especially with so much past research being done, that is just completely like now that um, Trump won, it's I don't know what yeah. word to say, but it's well, just it's not it's started. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. Like yeah. it's 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 relevant and you know something we should be paying attention to. Yeah. So. It'll definitely be interesting to see what other countries also have the same, um, like follow the same trend that the U.S. did, mm. where people are angry because of um, like urbanization and industrialization and um, rapid technological change, um, and people like uh, that worked in like those labor industries and were you know, technology is taking over, you know, those people are obviously mad and upset and feel left behind. And it'll be interesting to see whether or not that trend follows for the next, like, years to come. Because obviously, like, eventually, everyone will be, um, will have to adopt a technological change. Like, you can't just not adopt. Yeah, I just, I don't know what the long-term plan is. I guess that there's not a long-term plan. It's just... Mm -hmm doing whatever makes people feel good in the moment to win elections. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of, like, yeah, I and mean, there's a lot of country, like, there's not a lot of, like, necessarily logic to it. The, so the trade war with China that's happening right now, um, a lot of it is with Huawei, the Chinese tech company, but a lot of the, um, you know, trade war that's going on is hurting the middle of the country and helping the coast because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's benefiting these tech companies um, to shut down Chinese tech, but then we yeah. can't give them our agriculture. But it's the same rhetoric that's producing, that's supported by the people who are are in the forgotten America, but right. they're being forgotten by the policies that are being put in place by the person oh, they elected. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, um, there are so many very interesting documentaries that talk about how these people who think that they're being left behind, so they jump on, like, the Trump bandwagon and just jump on these like more conservative politicians um agendas but they don't see that um like a lot of these people are in need of health care like they're in need of free health care and like go to these um clinics in the middle of nowhere because they can't access they don't have access to health care and they don't see how the policies that they're supporting are actually hurting them in the long run right because they're not receiving those benefits that Mm -hmm. they need um all right. Well, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Keep you posted on it. Yeah. That's my choice. Um, do you have any other uh, <laughs> lively headlines for us? Let's see. There are some def- there are definitely some interesting ones. Oh, this is an interesting one. Man weirded out that someone broke into his home just to clean it. Um, yeah. So basically, this man walked into his home. Absolutely nothing was missing, but the beds were made. The rugs were vacuumed, the toilets were scrubbed, and there were origami roses on the toilet paper rolls. Ooh. Which is a nice, classy hotel touch. Um, yeah, someone yeah, that's just very uncomfortable. <laughs> into this man's home, and nothing was missing. But, yeah, he just said the experience was very weird and creepy. He contacted the police. Um, he says he may have left his back door unlocked. Perhaps a housekeeping service went to his home by mistake. Yeah, that's like, I don't know. You don't want people in your space. You know, yeah. I mean, unsolicited cleaning is a crime. <laughs> I guess so. you, I mean, yeah, you would get in trouble for trespassing. But regardless, I think the origami would freak me out. 
That's creepy. I don't like that. I don't, even if, like... I hate that. Like, yeah, even if someone was, like, I was paying someone to clean or whatever, like, that would still be, like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. I mean, it's, like, if it was already there, because sometimes, you know, you'll walk into, like, hotels or whatever, or like, an Airbnb, um... Mm-hmm. And they'll have, like, the toilet paper nicely folded or whatever. Yeah, but that's not your but, space. But, uh, yeah, it's not your space. You didn't request it to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, you also didn't just come home and see that someone had done it without you asking. It's all just very weird. I can imagine it was very creepy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, would not want to be that guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard, so the there was going to be the Harriet Tubman $20 bill. That was coming oh, yeah. out, I did and um, so yeah, it was supposed to be <clears throat> it was supposed to come out in twenty twenty, which was the hundredth anniversary of the nineteenth amendment, so mm-hmm. uh, women's suffrage. Um, but yeah, now it's going to be delayed to twenty twenty eight by the Trump administration and Steve Mnuchin, the head Incredible. of the Treasury Department. Um, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's so disappointing. It's such an easy thing to do. I feel like, yeah. and it was like already in the works. Yeah. Like, so Trump, even before he was elected, said that it was, like, just political correctness and that we need to keep Andrew Jackson, who's currently on it. And it's just, like, I don't know. I mean, it's so it's so blatant. And it's, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on it? I um, my thoughts are, I mean, it's obviously just one of those things where it's very, very easy to do. Um, I mean, not very easy. I'm sure that there's... Um, there are a lot of, like, there's paperwork and things like that that go into it, but clearly this was already um, being thought of, and there were already people working to do it. There was an entire campaign for it. Yeah, I mean, the Obama um, administration had put it into place, so it was supposed yeah. to be happening. They just were waiting for this date. Yeah, it's just, it seems like something that Trump did just didn't want to have been done during his administration. Mm-hmm. Um, like during his term and for that reason he postponed it because he didn't want that to be part of his legacy because that is just so incredibly off-brand for him. Yeah. Um, Which like, I mean, yeah, it is off-brand, but it's like not supposed to be, I mean, it's Right, but like he selfish. didn't even, okay, I would get, never in a million years would I expect Trump to come out and be like, we need a Harriet mm-hmm. Tubman $20 bill. Yeah. But like it was already happening. Like he yeah. didn't have to... You don't have to do anything for that. And you got to no. know, like, that's not, I guess it's, it's not what he wants something. to be remembered for. But, I mean. It's just, it just seems weird because it's not even, like, some, like, Harriet Tubman isn't a controversial political right. figure. Like, nobody <laughs> she, is anti-Harriet Tubman. Nobody. Andrew Jackson killed so many people. He killed so many people. killed so many people. He was so racist. So racist. <laughs> so racist. Just, like, all around, not a great guy. No. And, like. Yeah, whatever. Like, Trump compared himself to Andrew Jackson because he thought. Oh yeah, they were yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. So maybe I that's that. he's like maybe if I was on a bill they'd take yeah. me off. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to protect his own, but like, yeah. goddamn, dude, like just just don't do anything. Just let it happen. Like the Treasury Department was already gonna do it. It's so um, sad. They gave some nonsense reason about like security being more important than visuals, but I mean money's a big deal. Well, yeah. Like the United States. Obviously, in many ways, we're, like, really far behind the rest of the world. But, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of other currencies don't have this issue. I mean, it's no. it's something that other people have addressed and still needs to be addressed in other places. But specifically in the U.S., I mean, when you have, like, on the most common, I think the 20 is the most common bill. 
Yeah, people don't carry around smaller bills anymore. No, yeah, people just carry around 20s. That's that's yeah. when I think of money, I think of a $20 bill. Uh-huh, rich. And <laughs> <laughs> when I think of money, right. I think of a $100 bill. <laughs> All right, so I'm flex. <laughs> think of yeah. a penny. Um, but yeah, like, what's on a $5 bill? Does Abe Lincoln have the penny and... Does he? I honestly have no idea. I'm not. I'm, I'm yeah. also not. Who has cash <laughs> anyway? I, I think would be the point. Maybe cash. we'll just put Harriet Tubman on every credit card. Put, yeah, put her on every credit card. Put her on um, Apple Pay. <laughs> put her on Venmo. Put her on the local Venmo. <laughs> on the cash app. Like, yeah. I mean, it's also crazy how far behind we are um, from, like, a lot of the rest of the world. Like, from the UK, they have contactless everywhere yeah whereas we're actually carrying around pennies real pennies (laughs) real pennies (laughs) like that's embarrassing yeah i was in joshua tree and they like started only taking cash at some thrift store i was going to i'm just like i know you're in the desert and you're like old but come on it's 2019 you know i don't have cash you know that I'm not carrying cash. You're missing a lot of business if you're only taking cash. Exactly. It's very unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's really crazy. It makes the world so much easier. Yeah. I remember I was, like, with some people in the UK, and they were like, wait, like, you don't have contactless. Like, you actually have to put your PIN number in. Yeah. They and have, I was like, yeah. Well, like, they even had, like, chip and PIN. We have still have, like, signing. Like, I get asked to sign stuff for a all the time. My signature is not good. My signature is shit. Please don't steal my money. But I could very easily be forged. Oh, 100%. (laughs) How is that our level of verification? No, it's terrible. It's a waste of time. Um, Sometimes the, like, pen thing doesn't work and it's super awkward. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. And then you hit the wrong buttons. Just let me swipe Harriet Tubman's face (laughs) and let me be done with it. Okay? Exactly. Um, So behind. So backwards. But, yeah, so hopefully... I mean, it's not going to happen during this administration. But hopefully, mm-hmm. 2020, yeah. if we have a new president, could have new money. Hopefully. Um, yeah. Get some new faces in. Hopefully some women. Andrew Jackson some, out. Some black women, maybe. Yeah. Something. <laughs> one or the other. One. Like, just not a white guy. A fucking potato. Like, honestly, <laughs> anything. That has done more than Andrew Jackson. Potatoes have done country. more <laughs> than Andrew Jackson for this country. <laughs> have killed less people. Oh, no. <laughs> they may have killed, like, a lot of people famine. in the famine. Still killed less people than Andrew Jackson. Still, honestly. Less controversial. Held less slaves. Um, let's see. So, in North Carolina... Um, nine-year-old Aiden Roberts just graduated from a gun safety class where he oh, shot a nine-millimeter gun. Um, in, in classroom time, children have spent up to four hours during one day shooting guns. Dude. Um, led by a program. As young as six years old, they start with a Nerf gun and then can go up to a nine-millimeter. He says, in special That's cases, insane. they can handle it. I'll let them do it. That's insane. Like, for what reason? For what reason? What What is he? Nine? There's six-year-olds doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, for what reason would you want a six-year-old okay, to be shooting Okay, but what if we get invaded? True. By other six-year-olds? What if we were literally... Mm, what if North true. Korea sends a six-year-old army at us? We can't fight them with adults. That's mean. That's true. We need to train it's six-year-olds. It's so mean. It's just not like you obviously... I mean, it's like if there's a female... Obviously, there has to be a female shooting at her. You have to yeah. have, like, the same exactly. level. Um, kids and kids. If they have dogs, then we'll also be fighting with dogs. 
Um, he says that the point is gun education because now nine-year-old Aiden says he learned to, if you see a gun, tell your parents. Never point a gun at people. You know what, Aiden? Not wrong. You know, not wrong I don't, at I don't. All. But also, like, think about how much more that kid is thinking about guns now. Now, when so that kid sees more. a gun, he's not going to be like safety. He's, he's going to be like, like, I know how to shoot that thing. Yeah, <laughs> like he's I will not take just, like, you Call out. of Duty, like, oh yeah, like my gun, whatever. Like he, like uh, it's not even like Grand Theft Auto. Like this is an actual gun that he is playing with. Yeah. Like that's crazy. That's actually crazy. Like so they were like, you never know. Maybe we'll just like, you know, video games. We'll go straight to the real thing. Maybe we'll start just having six-year-olds in the army. Who knows? Um, let's see. Also this week, so Business Insider reported on. So President Trump just went to Japan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the video of him lifting that big trophy to give to the sumo guy. He was very happy about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, lots of grandstanding. But so um, Business Insider did this report on the Air Force One flights, and apparently Trump. Spends all of his time watching Fox News on the plane, which you might anticipate. Um, Not surprising at all. But yeah, he has like a little TiVo thing that he just watches during executive time. Mm-hmm. Those in air quotes. Executive those time. Of you who can't see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there's not that many spots to sleep. So Trump has a bedroom, but staffers have had to use office chairs, leather benches, and yoga mats to sleep on during the That's plane. So he sad. also will wake them up between like three and five a.m. if he feels like having a meeting because he's like a crazy old man and doesn't have a normal sleep schedule. That's insane. And we wonder like, why his staff is so seemingly incompetent. Like, like, could you imagine if Obama did that? People would be like, "He's so mean. He's a terrible person." He was, he's if Obama crazy. was live tweeting on a plane, yeah, People I can't even. Be like, yeah, what are you doing? I mean, it's like. Obviously, it's not good to get bogged down in this stuff, but you just get constantly reminded it's like not a real human being. Like Trump, this is yeah. this is when I like get I get shocked. I'm like, oh, like this is not normal. Um, yeah, no. I've I also just saw an article that um, talked about how much Trump and his family spends on golfing trips, right? And it's like the same, like it's more already than the amount that the Obama family has spent. During his two terms yeah. in office. Well, also, so. so Trump doesn't like to go over, like, well, instead of going overseas and doing international visits, he's just golfing. Yeah. He doesn't like to stay somewhere where he's not the sole guest of honor. So, as a consequence, he didn't go international, he didn't travel internationally during his first 100 days. In Obama's first 100 days, Obama had visited nine countries. He of went US to the Middle East uh, tour. Yeah. Right? He, I remember um, I was in Egypt when it happened, and they shut the entire country down. They literally shut, like, all the schools down so everyone could watch mm-hmm. his um, speech. And everyone loved him. Clearly nobody yeah. loves Trump, so nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted him there. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what's going through these people's heads where they're Sleeping on yoga mats and being like, absolutely no idea. This is Only worth in it. LA. Should not be in Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> More cows to live in LA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's about all of the time we have. Should that's all. Get out of here and give these people some time. Thank um, you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. What's our quick recap? I forgot all the things we talked about. Oh, okay. Uh, be a gay rat ally, mm-hmm. first of all. Supreme. Supreme. Get a Supreme, supreme tattoo. Tattoos. Show us that. Um, show us, show us bring us your gay animals first of mm-hmm. all, so we can marry oh, them. Please, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, we want J.R. Smith to marry some animals mm-hmm. with his and show us his supreme tattoo. Yes. Um, 
yeah. So hope you guys had a good time this week. Thanks I had a swell listening. time. You know, thanks for tuning in. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Of course. With SMH News. Bye. Peace.